This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. And, and I really wasn't supposed to speak here at all, but my son-in-law asked me to speak, so we were supposed to make it at 9 o'clock, but then they changed their time to 9.15. Anyway, we're here. We're here. We'll, we'll talk about something very important. We'll talk about a very important inyan on Hanukkah. So first of all, very famous question. And the question is as follows. We know that we play dreidel, right? I think Svaradi Ashkenaz doesn't make a difference. Thank you very much. Is your name Rivka? Ida. Oh, Ida, okay. So, um, so, we know that there's a game called dreidel, that we play dreidel. Now, why do we play dreidel? So everybody here knows, since they're little boys and girls, that we play dreidel because the Jewish boys were learning, and the Greeks had a rule, a law, that if you were caught learning Torah, they would kill you. So when the Greeks were coming, they would right away put away the Gemaris, put away the Chumashim, take out this little dreidel, and play dreidel for money. Gambling. They gambled. So the first question is, why did the rabbis tell them to gamble? Why don't they play soccer? Right? It was Greek. It was the Greek Empire. It was Olympics. Right? Soccer, uh, chess. Shlomo Melech made chess. So they already had the game. What? I'm saying, but it was already made way before that. It was made in Shlomo Melech's time. So we know, yeah, chess comes all the way from all the way back. So, so they could have played chess, they could have, why gambling? You want, why gambling? Specifically gambling. Why gambling? Because gambling, a person who gambles, believes in luck. It's not Hashem. Hashem doesn't play cards. He doesn't play, uh, Hashem doesn't gamble. So a person who, I have good luck, I win. I have bad luck, I lose. So gambling, is what the Greeks were looking for. That the Jewish kids didn't believe in Hashem. They were playing a game of luck. So it was the perfect thing for them to see. If they would see a bunch of Jewish kids playing soccer or playing chess, that doesn't mean that they don't believe in Hashem. So they wouldn't have been happy with that. So the, the rabbi said, play something that if the Greeks see it, they'll think that you don't believe in Hashem and they'll be happy with you. Very nice. So let me ask everyone here. All the chachamim, chachamot, I don't know if there's such a word, chachamot, but okay. Noshim Tzikanios. What did it say on the dreidel? There was no miracle. Echaya. Mashiach? No. Sort of, but not really. I'll tell you how. But no, there was no miracle yet. So, so, someone here said, it was blank, so how do you win? So what were the letters on the dreidel? Ask the B'nai Yisoscha. It's not my question. What were the letters on the dreidel? Yudke Vavke. That's uh, it would be a trouble because <coughs> they'd, have to be, they'd have to be very careful not to play on the floor. Should have said that, right? Maccabees would have been good. But I'm going to tell you what it said. So in this week's parasha, this week's parasha, Pasha's Vayigash. When Yaakov Avinu sent down to Mitzrayim, Yehuda, he said like this, we're going to come down to Mitzrayim, it's going to be Galut, we're going to be with the Mitzrayim, right? They have clubs, they have Apple stores, they have all the stuff, right? All the stuff to integrate and assimilate and, and movies and DVDs and what are we, we're going to come down, all the Jewish kids are going to assimilate with the Goyim. So let's build a city with a yeshiva. 
let's have living queens separate from the village of Manhattan, right? All by ourselves, the Jewish community. And let's call it what? Anyone know what it says in the Torah? Goshna. Goshna. Now, that was a city built not to assimilate with the Gayim. So the rabbi said something very, very deep. The rabbi said like this, that even though the gambling game we created was only to fool the Greeks, but the Jewish boys, even though they're doing it for the right reason, they're still playing, they're still gambling, right? So they were very scared that what's going to happen after the Greek whole thing is over, they're still going to play. So they wrote on the dreidel, Goshna. Gimel, Shin, Nun, Hey. Same letters as Nun, Gimel, Shin, Hey. Same letters. The dreidel, so that it was for Chut, it was for a Galut. Galut was outside of Eretz Yisrael. So it's Sham. So that, this is B'nai Selspeth says. So they wrote Goshna so that they spun Goshna that, that when the kids were playing, what they saw spinning, right? Was Goshna, don't forget, even though you're playing a Greek game, don't assimilate, you're separate. Hashem said, Klai Yisrael, the Jewish nation, is willing to put their lives at stake. Boys are learning Torah. I will take the dreidel, I will take the letters Goshna, same letters, and I will turn it into Neis Gadal Hayasham, instead of Goshna. So the letters on the dreidel were always the same letters. And the Bnei Yisachka says something very, very beautiful. He says that the nace of Hanukkah is open. Everybody can see the miracle. The nace of Purim is hidden. If you look, right, we know if you look at the Megillah Esther, you don't see Hashem's, it doesn't say once Hashem's name, it says Amelech. Never says Hashem's name. But the nace of Hanukkah, it's very open. So he says a dreidel... When you spin it, you see the hand on top. The hand is Hashem's hand. On Purim, you use a grager. The hand's on bottom. You don't see the hand. So on Hanukkah, Hashem's hand is on top. Nes nigla. It's a nes that you see. On Purim, it's a nes nista. Your hand is on bottom. These are all, all very beautiful words that the Mnei Saskha says. Now somebody said it says Mashiach. Who said it says Mashiach? You said it, right? Brilliant. Brilliant, what you said. I don't know if you meant it, but it was brilliant. Why? Why does it say Mashiach? It says, Neskadal Yasham Goshna. So if you take the letters, Gimel is three, Shin is 303, right? Nun is 50, and He is five. Is how much altogether? 358. If you take Mashiach, Mem is 40, Shin is 300, Yud is 10, Ches is 8, 358. So the letters, Goshna, Nesgadal, Yasham, equal Moshiach. You were right. It said Moshiach. It didn't say Mem, Shin, Yud, Ches, but it said Moshiach because it has the same gematria. My bracha to everyone here is that we should spin that dreidel until the letters equal Moshiach and Moshiach comes. But I'll tell you something even else that he says. He says, Chas Vashalim, you should not play cards. On, on, on Hanukkah, you should never play cards because the word karten in Yiddish, karten is kuf, resh, tes, nun. Kuf is 100, resh is 200, is 300, tes is 9, nun is 50. 359. One more 
the Mashiach. Satan equals one more than Mashiach. Satan equals one more than what's on the dreidel. But if you take the hand on top, that's spinning the dreidel, because the dreidel without a hand doesn't spin. It doesn't spin on its own. If you take the hand on top, so dreidel, what the letters on the dreidel, plus Hashem's hand, equals 359. The dreidel, together with Hashem's hand, knocks off the Satan. Karten, kuf, reish, tes, nun, cards, equals 359, and Satan equals 359. So he says that the, the game of cards, of gambling, whose game is it? Belongs to the Satan. Same gematria. Cards and, and Satan have the same gematria. So whoever plays cards should give it up because you don't want to play with the Satan. Right? Because in the end you never win. You might win money, but you don't win the game. That's for sure. Okay. So those are just very, some very beautiful, some very interesting points on, on Hanukkah. But there's something else I want to talk about. There's a very big question like this. Everybody here said today, but you also always say every day, Al-Hanisim, right? Everybody says Al-Hanisim. If you look at Al-Hanisim, I have eyes up here too, so don't think I'm not watching, right? So if you look at Al-Hanisim, it says the following. I'm not going to read the whole thing. What happened? They came to destroy Klaisrol. Raptors, Rivam, Dantas, Dina, Hashem took revenge, and he put many people, the Greeks, in our small people's hands. And he put the Temeim, the non, the impure, in the pure hands. Anyway, it doesn't say in Alanisim one word about the miracle of the oil. It goes all the way down, and it says, after the war, your children came to clean out the base Hamikdash, they cleaned out all the garbage, and they made it pure, and they lit the candles, and they made eight days Hanukkah. What do you mean? Why did they make eight days? doesn't say. doesn't say one word. What? Very nice. But what, why doesn't it talk about the miracle? Hashem made the miracle. I know. You heard my shir. Thank you very much. You know my Hanukkah shir. Right? So he heard my, my Tuesday night share. So what happened? So the question, the question is why we don't mention anything about the miracle. And the name of Hanukkah, Chanukah the name of the, of the holiday is about the war. That we rested on the 25th day from the war. And we won the war. So instead of putting menorahs, what should we put out there in the front? A big Maccabee, like the Goyim have these big things in front of their houses. A big Maccabee with a big sword and a big shield. Right? And that would teach the Goyim to stay away from us. They're not scared of a little Hanukkah menorah. But, but if the whole miracle is Chanukah, Chanukah hey, the whole holiday is the, the, the war. So why are we lighting these candles? Chanukah doesn't even mean Chanukah Sabah Mizbeach. Right? What's going on over here? So it's a very beautiful answer. And the answer is as follows. Tumahotri B'tzibur means that if everybody's Tameh, Right? With the Kahanim with Tameh, they just finished killing a lot of people. So everybody is Tameh. You're allowed to use Tameh oil. You don't have to use pure oil, kosher oil. It could be Tameh. So when they came in to the Beis Hamikdash, they had these huge cans of oil that were opened up. They were Tameh. They could have used it. Why didn't they want to use it? Because they made a decision. It was a big machokis between the Kahanim what to do. They had two choices. One... Use a little can of oil that's only going to work for one day and then they're going to be back into darkness 
for seven days because it took eight days. You know how they made the oil for the menorah? They took an olive, they stuck a needle into it, they tapped it. The first drop of oil, that's the only drop you're allowed to use for the menorah. You know how many olives they had to do? Right? So it took them eight days to get kosher oil. So they said like this, we have enough oil for one day, so we're going to light up the menorah, and then the next seven days, it's going to be dark, and the Jews are going to get very depressed. Or, should we use one day of pure oil? Because, because it's sort of like a chatan buying a diamond for his wife, right? So he could buy a big diamond that has a very bad color, and it has a lot of flaws in it, right? So it looks big, but if you look at it with a loop, right? It's not worth much. Or, because he, he feels his, his wife, his kala, I don't want to get any of you into trouble, right? That tonight you're gonna, your wife's gonna say, Hanukkah, diamonds, like Walton said, right? But, right? You love your wife very much, you want to get her the best. So you go and you say, give me a diamond, G, whatever, G color, perfect blue, and perfect color, no flaws, the cut that she wants, right? Round, whatever it is, I want the most beautiful diamond. So we said, Hashem, we could give you a lot of oil, but it's tummy. We want to give you something pure. <coughs> That's what Klai Yisrael said. We want to give you something pure. So what happened? It says in Alanisim, they came into the base. I made this. Really, the first thing they should have done was lit the menorah. They said no. They said no. To really, if you want a miracle, if you want your house to be lit with Hashem's Torah, First, you got to go into your house and you got to clean out all the avaydazara, all the garbage. If you want it to be pure light, you can't just come in. Okay, let's learn. You know, okay, the television's on here. My daughter's watching a movie. I'm going to sit on the table in between all this. My wife's on her iPhone. All this stuff is going on, right? iPhones and internet and all this stuff. But I'm going to go sit and learn on the dining room table. The Kahanam said, no, that's not going to work. First thing we do, we go into base. I mean, this, we get all the Greek stuff all that way to Zara, out. Then, we make it pure. Then we light the menorah. Not we light the menorah, then we clean up. First we clean up everything, then we light the menorah. So in Al-Hanisim, it really talks about the miracle of why Hashem did what He did. The reason Hashem did what He did was because Kla Yisrael, the Kohanim, decided we want to give God, right, God's the Chatan, we want to give him something pure. Even if it's going to get dark for the next seven days, we're going to give him one day of something pure. And that's what everyone needs to be, to accept on themselves on Hanukkah. To do one mitzvah. Sniyot, Halakas Neros, five minutes before this man, putting on tefillin, not talking when you have tefillin on. Whatever, whatever you take on. One mitzvah. Of course you have to keep all the other mitzvahs, but one mitzvah, it's, and it's a personal mitzvah. Everyone has different mitzvahs. One mitzvah you give to Hashem, 100% pure. And that mitzvah, from that mitzvah that you do pure, you only light one day, it's going to end up lighting for eight days. Eight days represents, in Kabbalah, represents above nature. So on Hanukkah, all of us, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is, should take on one thing about Judaism, that they're going to give God this year, till next Hanukkah, pure. Not just to be Yotzeh, but something very, very pure. And if you do that, you will see that it will open up your heart. It will open up your life. It will open up your connection to God. 
in a very different way. Had they just used Tumahutra B'tzibur, we wouldn't be sitting here tonight. Because there would have been no Hanukkah. There would have been enough oil for 8 days, 10 days, 14 days, 100 days. They had enough oil that was tummy. But they said, no. We want to give God something pure. And that's what Hanukkah is all about. And therefore, in Alanisim, we talk about the war. Why? Simple. It's a marriage. So Hashem says the following. Look at my wife. Look at my kala. Look at Klai Yisrael. They gave me something perfect. So of course, I made a miracle because they really made the miracle. They drove the miracle. Had they been Tumahotra B'tzibah, there would have been no miracle. So he wants all the goyim, all, not the goyim actually, Pasume Nisa, the reason you put your menorah in the window is not, everyone thinks it's for the goyim to see it. It's for the Jews to see it. We ask the question, when are people, right, when do you light the menorah? When people are coming home from shul, when people are outside. There's no mitzvah Pasume Nisa for the goyim. It's for us to see. For all the Jews to see that once upon a time, there was a nation that wasn't just Yotze came to Davin and left the minute they could, or just Yotze to make sure that it's Niyot or whatever they're doing, just perfect, you know, not extra, whatever, whatever they're doing, right? There was a nation that said, that's not good enough. We want to give Hashem something special. Hashem says, I want everyone in the Jewish nation to know. So put it in your window. Everybody should see how much the Jewish nation loved me. And we say, no, no, no. We say to the to the chassan, no, it's not about us. It's not the holiday is not about how much we loved you. It's about how much you loved us. Five Maccabees against the whole Greek Empire, and 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 we won. Hashem, when we talk to Hashem in Shemona Esrei, we say to Hashem, nah, what we did is no big deal. We don't talk about the eight days automatically that it lit for eight days. Hashem. Look what you did. We had this little teeny Jewish nation and we went up against the Greek Empire and we won. So in Al-Hanisim, when we're davening to Hashem privately, we're talking to the chassan, the Kalos talking to the chassan, we're telling the chassan how great he is. Amazing what you did for us. Hashem says, no! I want the whole world to see what a beautiful Kala I have. Put the menorah in the window. Remind the Jewish nation that once upon a time, being Yotzeh was not enough. But being special was enough. And, and that's, that's really what Hanukkah is all about. And that's why we put a menorah in the window. Because once upon a time, the, the, the Hashemunah made a decision. And it's a very interesting decision. Because they could have really been wrong. It could have been very depressing. Let's say, let's say it wouldn't have lit for eight days. So the Jews would have all huddled around. And there would have been this light, right? And then it would have gone dark. And maybe they would have been depressed. They said, our job is to do the best that we can. It's it's God's job to do what He can. So I want to tell you very fast, because I have to leave. But I want to tell you two very fast stories. Very, very fast. One is about the concentration camp. So there was a very big tzaddik. His name was the Bluzhina Rebbe. Very big tzaddik. I think he was in Auschwitz. I think that was the concentration camp that he was in. In, in the book, Tales of the, of the Holocaust, it's written, and his son, who was a Bougie Rebbe in Brooklyn, said over this story many times on Hanukkah. So they were, they were in this concentration camp, and there was no candles, of course, and there was no menorah. Months before Hanukkah, so there was one of the men that worked in, the, that was part, that was in the concentration camp, one of the Jewish men, his job was to polish the Nazis' boots. The Nazis always had their boots in Machshamam very, 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 very shiny. They were very, very shiny. So he used to polish them with wax. So the Rebbe told him, 
Every time you polish it, take a little wax off. And we'll make a candle. And that candle will light on Hanukkah. So he used to take a little wax, a little wax, but finally they had a candle. So the first night of Hanukkah, they snuck to the back of the barracks. And all these Jewish people were crowded around the blues of the Rebbe. And he makes the bracha. And he makes the next bracha. God made miracles for our fathers. By Yom and Mahem in those days. You should do miracles for us now. And then he started crying. And he couldn't make the bracha of Shechianu. How can you make a bracha? Thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem, that we lived and we got to this point in a concentration camp. How do you make a Shechianu in a concentration camp? So he couldn't make the bracha. So I can make, how can I thank Hashem that we're living in a concentration camp? And it says that when, where they were, they had to go to the back. In the back, there were many Jewish bodies piled up, not living. And that's where they were lying in the menorah, right, right next to these Jewish bodies. And he looked at these bodies, and he looked at all these people. And how can I make a shechiyan? And he started to cry. So he looked at all their faces. And one of them that was sitting there was saying, Rebbe, you can't light the candle unless you make a shechiyan. It was the first night. There will be a day when our children and grandchildren will be out of this place and they will be lighting menorahs all over the world. Rebbe, I'm begging you, light the, make the Shechiano. And the Bujana Rebbe, they were all, they were all crowded around. And he made a bracha, Shechiano, Bikimanu, Bikiyano, Lazman, Azer. Hashem, thank you that we're alive and that we'll stay alive. And they stayed alive and they had children and grandchildren and some of them are in this room. And he lit the menorah. Candles from wax from Nazi Yomach Shemam's boots. Because Jewish people, no matter what you do to them, and no matter where you put them, you can never put out the candle. You can never put out a nair, which is in a shama. You can never put that out. Even in a concentration camp. Imagine, I wish that, that still existed. That, that nair, what that must be in Shemayim, Wax from a Nazi's boots they put together so they could light a menorah in a concentration camp. Mika Amcha Yisrael. There is no nation like Klai Yisrael. So I want to give everyone here a bracha that Bezrat Hashem this year, I know, but I, I have, I'm looking at the clock, I can't admit to Shem next time. But this year, we should spin the dreidel. Mitzvah Shem. We should spin the dreidel and it should land on Moshiach. The letters are Moshiach anyway. Thank you very much. And Chag Sameach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.